Welcome, 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 welcome to a bonus episode of the Most High Podcast. This is your host, Roger Blaze Jr., also known as Reggie Blaze. Yo, straight up waking up from a nap, all right? Been meaning to record this episode. Um, It is currently Thursday. Um, Episodes should be dropping every Saturday and Sunday. Um, The bonus episodes will be dropping on Sunday. And the regular episodes on Saturday, y'all might get some old ones, y'all might get some new ones. Um, shout out to all the listeners. Of course, my numbers are still trash, mainly because of either the algorithm or because I am not putting in 100% um, like I am in terms of what I'm doing to make money right now. But this is what I'm doing to make money right now. So let's get it. Um... First and foremost, shalom, peace be with you, all praises due um, to every believer out there, any non-believer that is still non-believing, um, anybody who is out there existing within this wonderful plane that we entitle Earth. Now, I had several topics in my mind to discuss, and I, I'm I'm happy in a sense, because I'm loosening up when it comes to this. I really am. I'm not treating it like a WBH special. Um, Please don't sue me later when I actually become, um, you know, very, very prosperous with all of this and and, and my craft and everything else, WBH. Um, I mean, there won't be a reason to sue me because all of you all would want, will want to be my sponsor. Um, But that's neither here nor there excuse the ego um <laughs> i got i got i got an older cousin who would call that vanity um so let's let's that let's talk about that shall we let's talk about the divide let's talk about the divide between men and women between white and black between you know straight and 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 non-straight um and i i say non-straight to not just say gay just like every other you know straight black person would probably say um like it is so strange to me that we're in 2021 past 2020 at this point and we are still trying to figure out how to love in the way that that man who existed 2,000 plus years ago taught his people to love. Actually, it was 2,020 years ago that he was born, 2020, 2021, and he died less than 2,000 years ago. So a lot of y'all gotta, a lot of y'all gotta really fact check that as well. Like, Christ Yeshua um, was 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 born um, in the year zero, and he died in the year thirty three A.D. Okay, so I don't know where you guys get the two thousand thing from. Um, you guys in Gallus, those of you who were telling me, you know, about the two thousand year, and then you know, it's something we all say. All right, I don't know where that comes from. To be quite honest, 
um, there's like a 13-year gap from the 2,000-year thing. If you do the math, like it's like a 12-year gap, 2021 to 33 AD. If you do the math, I'm pretty sure my math is right. But that is neither here nor there. What is here and not there is the concept of, let's say, non-love. Let's be positive, huh? Let's not necessarily say the H word um, because, as I've stated before, bad is just the absence of good. So whatever thing bad that you can think of is merely the absence of its opposite, um, which would be the good thing according to society. Now, men and women... Men and women have been coexisting since our species was created. And this is where you guys actually congratulate Reggie for the most blatantly obvious comment of the day. Uh, (laughs) um, We've been coexisting with each other. We have not have excuse me we have not had so many discussions on patriarchy on you know gender roles on it's never been like this before and to anybody who is looking back in history trying to find some type of analogy or trying to find some type of comparison um y'all need to stop and accept what's going on here women um People whose sexual preference is not the norm. Um, they're popping right now. They're popping. And by the norm, I mean normally accepted by society. I'm not calling anyone abnormal. And really, those disclaimers, I am I'm so I'm so excited to potentially see the <laughs> the time where Reggie Blaze does not have to give out those disclaimers because if you knew Reggie Blaze, um, he doesn't really give a damn about co- co- a coaxing people because he's not a bad guy. Roger Blaze Jr., on the other hand, is more, way more, way more, way more practically political correct. And I think that's the, um, that's the character or my other side that I'm bringing out on behalf of my birth father's legacy. Um, and, you know, as a side note, um, I, I, I guess this would be somewhat of a societal divide as well. Um, you know, people who, people who benefit from privilege and people who don't, right? There's this concept of white privilege and there's this concept of black privilege. Um, me being an individual who's not necessarily limited by the colors, but understands the dichotomy, excuse me, understands, not the dichotomy, but understands um, conceptually how one can actually, how one could actually, let's say, quote unquote, fall for certain things. Like, I get it. I get it if you're black and you grow up a certain way and you're looking at the other race and you're thinking, yo, they got privilege. That's the only reason why they are where they are. And I don't have that privilege. That's the only reason why I am where I am. Or it's a main reason. Please try and break that. Try and try and try and try and break that. Because that can only beget non-love. 
It can only be getting on love. And you're better than that, black people. You're better than that, brown people. You're better than that, Latinos. Like, like we're, we're better than that. We're, we're better than that, okay? Black, brown, like, it doesn't matter if they have categorized you as yellow, red, whatever it is, we are better than that. We're better than these societal terms that have been used for divisiveness since the beginning of our time, 200 plus years ago. And I count, you know, the first uh, free slave um, in the Caribbean, in the island, once known as Hispaniola, as our time. We don't have to get all the way back to history. Yet I digress. Let's go back to patriarchy versus matriarchy. There's another wake-up call. Not only to the insecure straight man um, that is so perplexed at trans individuals, at, at, at gay people, at sophisticated independent women moving forward in their lives. I got something for the trans people, the gay people, and the sophisticated women. It's going to be tough. And I'm happy that the uh, the outlandishly like regular thing that I was going to say, I did not say. Um, I almost created a little disclaimer machine in my head um, <laughs> to give you guys that. But gyalis too, or whatever pronoun you go by. Um, and also, as a side note, I am leaning towards um, Mr. Peterson's philosophy in terms of saying pronouns. Although I do have a lot of love for the LGBTQIA community, um, I will not be just saying pronouns to make people feel okay or good. I don't need or want anyone calling me a sophisticated, sexy black man every time they see me and to fit that into the English language in terms of us having a conversation. If you're uncomfortable with me not calling you by your pronoun, we cannot have that conversation and it will suck, but that's how I'm going to operate when it comes to it. Now, the reason why I say it's going to be tough is mainly for that reason. And if you don't know who Mr. Peterson is, um, I'm not using his full name, um, mainly because he's not on this show. Um, and we don't necessarily have to speak on, um, anybody who is more than likely a conservative because <laughs> I want to have a lot of people listen to this podcast and I'm neither liberal nor conservative. Um, and that was clearly a joke. Like I don't necessarily care about those political identities, um, but I do care about people wanting to create something for themselves and the community they're from. Now, LGBTQIA community, this is a disclaimer for myself. I am considered a black Caribbean man when it comes to the society um, or societies of today. So if you don't give a damn about what I say or my opinion, I will clap for you because... You don't have to give a damn about what I say or my opinion. My sexual preference is heterosexual. I've had. Uh, th there's been a lot of experiences that I've had in regards to 
sex and 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 other things that I'm not going to mention. Um, and I've had periods of my life where I could more more than likely relate um, when it comes to abuse or not being accepted in society. But I could never, ever, ever imagine what a trans person or what a gay person or or anybody else in society would be able to express in terms of their encounters, just like me. I don't expect anybody to understand what it's like being a black, a black Caribbean in America. Nobody, nobody was able to explain to me what the indigenous discrimination was and why my black friends and my white friends didn't really seem to, like, defer growing up in terms of their, their level of bullying, if you will. While my black friends and my white friends, you know, just said things and I just accepted them, mainly because I never had a group of people to tell me, yo, that's indigenous discrimination is just as bad as racism. And you should not feel bad about yourself just because you're looking at your black friends and, and, and expecting them to be just as nice to you as they expect white people to be nice to them. Like, I never had anybody to tell me that. I never had anybody to tell me about the uncomfortability that may come from thinking those thoughts and being being forced to choose democracy or, excuse me, the, the, the Democratic Party or the left and not understanding it right until meeting a, a, an, an ex-Marine who completely blew my mind. Pause, no pause. Side note. Pause, no pause is something I say to basically troll the fact that we as black community in the hood or whatever it is, we say pause. I still say pause, but I also say no pause um, for all the people I love and care about who are part of the LGBTQIA community. The no pause is like, bro, I ain't got to say pause. I know that, but I still say it. All right. Moving on. I have some growth to do, too. All right. Reggie's got to grow, too. He's not yet superhuman face. Can't wait till I get superhuman face. Marvel, I would love to play Prowler, by the way. I'm just throwing that out there. The love that we have for people and human beings and for each other as a species, it should never, ever, 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 ever trump respect. Ever. Ever, 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 ever. The love that we have for each other should never trump respect. Because when you trump respect, you're basing everything in terms of your interaction with society or any member of society based upon something we haven't yet defined. We've only categorized love. We've categorized love and we've, we've placed little bits and pieces of, of things related to relationships, related to gift giving, related to hardship even when it comes to love. As if in order to love, you have to hate your life somehow. We've related all that to love and then we say the strongest thing in the world is love. We never discuss the strength of respect. We even discuss fear. More than we discuss respect. How lovely is this? How lovely is that? We discuss fear more so than we discuss respect. So when the love comes out and we're having toxic, heated conversations with the person we want to spend the rest of our lives with, when it comes out, 
We don't care for respect. Why would we care for respect? Why would respect be the thing that, that harnesses our ability to coexist? Why? For what reason? There is no reason why. Excuse the list. Don't excuse the list. There's no reason why. There's no reason why we continue to go down the road of ignorance when it comes to respect. R-E-S-P-A-C-T, find out what it means to me. What a wonderfully stated notion. The, the absence of this as a conversation in society has to be noted. We've had great men who have been able to do what they, they have done because they shared one thing and that was respect for either the law or respect for the existence of his, her fellow human being. That's it. If you hear stories about Jesus Christ, the Pharisees, people who challenged him, people who wanted to kill him, they could not, for one reason, they could not trick him or trip him up when it came to Mosaic law because he did not show disrespect to Moses. He did not show disrespect to the forefathers of the Jews, if you will. Yet today, we throw respect out of the window and we love ideologies. We love ideologies. We love the notion of love. We love even hate. And speaking of hate, more than we love respect. More than we love respect. So... The only question would be this. How much do you respect yourself? To the black community, to the LGBTQIA community, to, to any community. How much do you respect yourself? How much can we respect ourselves as a society? How much can we do so? Now, it brings me to speak upon hierarchy. And anybody who knows Reggie Blaze knows that he likes to captivate. He loves the limelight. Yet, he has matured to understand that it's all about the money. In this world, you got to show the other side of you what you don't want to show before you show who you are. In this world, the world that artists share, the world of, of, of the, the mutually oppressed that, that, has been, that has been empowered. Do not, do not, do not expect this empowerment to continue or to be elongated past maybe a decade. So this can be our decade. This can be our decade. This can be our time if we will. If we will it. If there's willpower that 
that drives us. That drives us, that drives us, that drives us. Now, excuse me for going from an American accent to whatever this accent is. Um, I am multilingual. Um, this passion, this, this, this accent, um, it, it comes out and I don't need to apologize. And I'm almost on the verge of tears because being discriminated and being, being an individual who has gone through what he has gone through, I almost have been not even been able to, <laughs> to speak like this. <laughs> And I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed. I am not ashamed to come from a state where they rather silence you than treat you better. To come from a state where you would rather love it than to attack the system out of fear. So where's the respect for yourself? Where's the respect for our forefathers? Where's the respect for our ancestors? Where is it? Where is the respect for ourselves when we are giving out our arms to something that we are being told may not work? And then we're debating about it just to debate. <laughs> no, just to debate. Because we would rather not do the extra work. We would rather let them take care of us. We would, we would, we would, not I. Not I and those who, who choose to strive with me. Not I. No, 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 no. I woke up one morning with the notion that life was simple. And let me, let me, let me break that down, right? Because we're speaking on divisiveness. We're speaking on things that have existed for millennia plus we're speaking on things that if a human being works on for his entire life or her entire life, they still might not reach an inch towards what we're capable of as a species. But, 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 but let, me, let me go back to life being simple. I woke up and I thought, oh, I'm done. I'm complete. It's all going to come to me. It's, <laughs> it's what I believe to be a very, very popular notion for someone who believes in something that he can't necessarily see or she can't necessarily see, which is what we call God. Are we not in a little, little tiny way, psychopaths in the most beautiful fashion to think that something exists greater than us in order to be in order to be humble, in order to take away hubris so that we can maintain a level of structured sense of sensibility. To do that like we do it and to think that life is simple. I woke up and then I shook off the cobwebs and then I understood, oh no, it's still the sh life that I live. That was me trying to censor myself for a podcast that doesn't need to be censored. Because I know my Christians out there, Muslims out there that don't swear at all. Y'all, y'all gonna cringe a little bit when I do swear. And they're gonna be some they they're gonna be some sessions where I swear though. Okay? They're gonna be some sessions where I swear though. That's not a disclaimer. When it comes to my language, I don't necessarily care about what people say. 
I was born in a country where you could speak freely and I plan on using that right. So here's the deal. And excuse me for my level of unprofessionalism, those who just, those with the good ear that just noticed that I put something in my mouth. Pause, no pause. And, um, like, it's really good. It's a Starburst. Um, and I felt like putting it in my mouth. Hey, you never know. There's something called mukbang, okay? Where they just eat. And, like, you basically make millions off of just eating food, all right? So, all my people who know what mukbang is, is what I like to call blukbang, all right? Bookbung. It's real simple. I just took the BL from Blaze. Okay, that's that's neither here nor there. Let's let's continue. Let's continue down the path. Okay, let's let's just go. Death gotta be easy because life is hard. Death gotta be easy because life is hard. Shout out to Mr. Jackson. Right. I felt I felt it good to shout out a black person since I just shouted out a white Canadian professor with tenure from the University of Toronto. I mean, the only way to counteract that so that people don't claim Reggie's racist or Reggie's stereotypical because if black people can't be racist, black Caribbeans can't be racist either. I'm using it. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm not going crazy. Let's go back. Death gotta be easy because life is hard. Such a simple statement. Now I, I'm, I completely forget where the rest of the song goes. I've been listening to like Van Halen and like, you know, Linkin Park. Imagine Dragons guys. So, gals. So, like, <clears throat> excuse me if, like, literally I can't just say rap lyrics and they won't fit to the conversation. Let me get back to the conversation. We have chosen to divide ourselves. We have chosen to be puppets. To society or... Societal power. That has nurtured. Nothing but chaos. Since the beginning of time. Excuse the pen. That's my anxiety. It has nurtured. Nothing but chaos. Since the beginning of time. There's even a notion that if you are a good man or a good woman, you're not going to make it far in life. That there are limitations, that you have to have some bad. That you have to have some bad.
Think about how that sounds. Think about how we have thrown away the notion of good for something that is controversial so that we can be known as radically cool or hip to what? Future generations? To what? Other species? Once they do come down and merge with human beings? Once people accept the possibility of what? The Anunnaki or, or you know spaceships or whatever it is or once the government just says hey look this is what we're doing so take it i mean we see how novid went and that's my little pet name for the uh the current virus it's it's novid i hope you like it like is that is that where we are people Is that where we are? Or are we willing to change in totality? Are we willing to change? Clearly, Reggie Blaze hasn't changed much in terms of his audience. He's clicking his pen. He not caring. Sort of how society is. And some people are going to completely laugh at that. Like, Reg, what are you talking about? Like, you're comparing the clicking of a pen to people being oppressed and killed and, and shot and, and mutilated for expressing their views, for being different, for... Like, yeah, I am because I can. You're not going to kill me. It's 2021. And we are free. Once again, this has been another session of the Most High Podcast. This is your host, Roger Blaze Jr., also known as Reggie Blaze. Good night, and God bless.